0: time then to introduce my second guest of the morning. Uh, we talked about Autism Life Centres in uh, Pontypris. Uh, no, it's the Rhondda actually. They are focused in the Ronda primarily and it's time to say good morning uh, to Amanda Evans. Good morning to you Amanda. Good morning. How are you this morning? Are you okay?
1: I'm very
0: good, thank you. How are you? That's okay. Well, I'm fine, thanks. You know, t- tripping on—we're we, we, just getting there, Amanda, aren't we? You know, in these su- in in these surreal times with COVID and all the restrictions. But uh, yeah, we we we're all getting there slowly, aren't we? We
1: definitely are.
0: Okay, now autism—that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, first of all, before we talk about the life centres, uh, can you tell us very briefly, of course, what autism is?
1: Autism affects people in a number of ways. So these people often have difficulties with communication. So a lot of our young people that come to the centre may have no speech or little speech. Others might just have difficulty understanding sort of speech. But they have difficulties with interacting with others. Um, with young children, you see it with play and difficulties with socialisation. A lot of people with autism have sensory issues and um, certainly um, we're, we're familiar with a lot of people which have difficulties with noises and um, a whole range of different sensory program um, issues really and some also would have quite complex needs so they'll have learning difficulties or maybe epilepsy so it's quite a range of things really and it can because it's a spectrum disorder it can affect people you know in more in different ways so there's people with more sort of complex autism which we support in autism-like centers
0: okay well said um but, because i was going to say you know about the spectrum and and, and autism because it's not a, a sort of one size fits all condition is it it's on the spectrum and people suffer in a variety of different ways as, as you've just said
1: yeah autism can affect there are certain criteria that people need to meet to sort of have the diagnosis of autism really but but it does affect individuals differently and that's why it's really important to look at that individual because that individual will have their own needs their own strengths so it's sort of helping them to support the areas where they find difficult, but also to encourage in the areas where they have strengths and help them develop more skills as well.
0: Because it's worth uh, noting and, and informing the listeners that your son has autism?
1: That's right, yes. My son has autism. Um, he's 25 now. And that was the reason why I was involved in setting up autism my centres. Because when he left school, there wasn't really anything around at that time. He's got quite complex needs. And there wasn't really anything around that sort of would, would meet his needs at that time.
0: No, I've met people over the years who, who've got son and daughters who are autistic. It, it's quite a lengthy process, especially when they're very young, uh, for the doctors and the, and, and the specialists, if you like, to actually diagnose autism. Because I'm guessing some of the symptoms could be related to a, another condition.
1: Yes, it has been. I mean, it's been a long time since my son was diagnosed and he, because of his complex needs, he was actually diagnosed quite quickly at two and a half. But there are people whose needs aren't quite so apparent early on. They might take a very long time to get that diagnosis. And I, I guess things are del- delayed even more so now because of COVID because everything's been pushed back as well, as. it?
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's been, well, it's awful for everybody, of course, um, so so let's talk about the autism life centres. Um, whose idea was this? Because there's two centres in the Ronda, there's one in Trialo and there's one in Triherbert. That's
1: right. It was really, it was just a group of individuals and um, parents and some sort of autism professionals that got together. It was really because there was nothing available at that time. So we were finding that, you know, when our um, sons and daughters or whatever were coming out of school, they, there wasn't really anything that met their needs. And we didn't really want them to be moving away from home to specialist provision. We wanted them to stay at home with their families and access specialist gay centre provision so that's how it got
0: set up okay so who actually qualifies then people with autism of course but but uh, is there a sort of tick box you've got to do on a form you know to actually uh for those who actually qualify to attend these centres amanda is that how it works
1: we we always um, recommend that families who are interested contact their social worker because for any sort of, um, you know, access to sort of adult services, typically, you know, you get support from the social workers. So they will need needs assessments completed by social workers, especially if they want to come to us full time. But others might want to come on a sort of a, a part time basis or whatever, and they can, they can speak to us as well.
0: OK, so these two centres then are for people with high functioning autism. Would that be right?
1: know it's the opposite is for people with All more right, complex okay. for people with more complex needs at present. So we've got eleven service users which, which which really do fit that complex sort of area with communication, social interaction, those real real um, challenges that they face. But we will be looking to grow and we are hoping that when we do so we'll be able to provide more services. And it might be sort of after school, it might be weekends and so forth for other individuals that have um, to access, especially our allotment, to um, you know, to access our services as well. Like, you know, that's time for the future.
0: OK, so who actually supervises the centres and what sort of activities uh, go on there?
1: Well, we've got amazing staff at the centre. I mean, they've been... Especially over the last year, they've been phenomenal, and um, we do a range of activities. Again, it depends on the individual. So we do a lot of, uh, you know, typically we would access like accessible cycling and rebounders and all sorts of things. We do a lot of skills development. We do work with people because communication difficulties. We we do work with people building up their communication skills. We try and create sort of opportunities for um, work experience if we can to their level. And our allotment at the moment is really a bit beneficial helps helping with that.
0: I know I'm glad you mentioned the allotment because this one now, the allotment, is one allotment. It's in Treherbert and it's been opened where sufferers can go to plant vegetables, fruit and generally touch base with nature.
1: Yes, oh, it's been amazing. It's been one of, after a difficult year, it's been one of the really positive things that's come out of it because we've done a lot of work. It's gone from a very derelict um, space really to, it's uh, We're so proud of it. We're so proud of all the work that's done in. The big thing, I think students are starting to access it every day, is that they get opportunities to plant fruit and veg that they'll harvest it, that they'll cook it. So they'll have this whole range of life skills that they'll develop. Um, and also, of course, there's DIY skills because they are building raised um, beds and paths and all sorts, really. And then, like you said, it's also an area for well-being. And I think the last year has shown us once again how important it is to connect with nature, to get outdoors. And, you know, it's really been useful for it a beautiful spot it's got lovely views so it's great for a well-being experience
0: as well fantastic and um now last week was mental health awareness week and and funny you should mention sort of touching base with nature because that was the theme last week for mental health awareness week as well it really has that this pandemic sort of reminded us just how important our natural beauty and especially here in wales with the mountains and the views it's so therapeutic amanda isn't it
1: It is and and what's amazing is you don't have to go far it's literally on our doorstep so we're so lucky with that you know and um, as you said the allotment is a gorgeous spot to do that because you know we used to see the frogs in in the pond and the birds and it's just the scene it's lovely and it makes a massive difference for mental health and well-being.
0: So you need hands of course the more the merrier Uh, you need volunteers I guess.
1: Yeah, we've been, you know, we've been so fortunate. We've been so lucky. We've had so many local groups and organisations support us. Everybody's been incredible, you know, with the help and support that they give. But there's always more. And I guess the next stage of it really is we've been we've been working a lot to make the project safe for our young people. Um, but we're looking to make things like a safe pathway through to, to a, a sort of uh, a flat well-being area. We're on the side of a hill, you know. So we are looking for people who might have um, knowledge they can guide us on how to do that or potentially people who like to volunteer to help construct the path and to be involved in our allotment project, you know. So anything that can be helped, we'd be really grateful for.
0: Uh, have you got any contact details, you know, telephone numbers, that sort of thing?
1: The best way to contact us, I think, would be through our website, if people could do that. So it's www dot autism life centres dot co dot uk. Um, it's got all our contact details on there. We've got Facebook for Autism Life Centres. We've got a separate Facebook page for the allotment called the Time to Grow Project. Telephone numbers, everything's on there. So that's probably the best way to contact us.
0: Nice one. Autism Life Centres dot co dot uk. That's what it was. That's
1: it. I have, that's fa- it,
0: have, have we got a Facebook page, Twitter, that sort of thing as well? Or yes, it-
1: we've got. We've got Facebook um, and the links to the Facebook page are actually on that website as well. Um, But again, it's Autism Life Centres and the allotment one for Facebook is Time to Grow.
0: Excellent. Amanda Evans talking about uh, Autism Life Centres in the Rhondda. Thank you very much indeed for joining us live on GTFM this morning.
1: Thank you very much for having me.